Welcome to a new episode of Drive Time. Drive Time is where a Michigan Ross faculty member deep dives into one interesting subject in under 10 minutes. Enjoy. Hello, I am Cindy Schipani, the Merwin H. Waterman Collegiate Professor of Business Administration and Professor of Business Law at the Ross School of Business at the University of Michigan. I'm going to be speaking on the importance of gender diversity and organizational leadership, the role mentoring and networking might play as a pathway toward attaining diversity, and some final thoughts on what companies can do. Starting with the importance of gender diversity in corporate leadership, first, there is the matter of fairness. Too often, there are unconscious biases in play where women tend to be excluded from the ranks of leadership. It's human nature to favor those who are similar to oneself, but when the majority of leaders are men, women tend to be systematically excluded. Second, there are many studies finding correlations with gender diversity and better performance on various metrics. For example, Credit Suisse found that when women make up at least 15% of senior management, the companies in their sample had 50% higher profitability than those firms where female representation was under 10%. The consulting firm McKinsey & Company tells us that gender-diverse companies are 15% more likely to outperform their peers. Researchers at the Peterson Institute for International Economics found that the presence of female leaders in top positions of corporate management correlated with increased profitability of approximately 6%. And this is just to name a few studies. The critique of these studies, however, is that correlation does not necessarily mean causation, so scholars are attempting to drill down into non-financial indicators to see if there are indeed differences in how gender-diverse firms are governed. One study found that gender diversity was associated with greater compliance with ethical and social standards. A similar study found enhanced corporate social responsibility practices with gender-diverse leadership, which in turn may help explain better operations and reputations. Others have surmised that women may be bringing different expertise and skills to the table and that heterogeneity of expertise and experience improves decision-making. It's a mantra we know well in business. We're always seeking more data when making important decisions. When women bring different expertise and skills to the table, we have more data points, which may lead to better decisions. But the needle hasn't moved that much in terms of gender diversity. So what can be done? Mentors and sponsors can be extraordinarily helpful. Mentoring programs where junior women are mentored by senior men or where junior men are mentored by senior women may be helpful at addressing unconscious biases. Mentoring by men of women and women of men could help expose both parties to the values, beliefs, and assumptions of the other. Mentors using their advanced expertise and knowledge can support protégés in career development as well as psychosocially. Additionally, the mentoring process allows protégés to demonstrate their value to mentors and ultimately to the organization's decision makers. Mentors, in turn, are benefited through recognition by their peers and superiors for developing the talent, a win-win situation. And multiple mentors, or what might be termed as mosaic mentoring, could be very helpful. 
a network of mentors may have an even more profound effect at an increasing social capital as it not only gives an individual access to more information, but to information outside of their inner circle. This benefit may be especially pronounced for women as female protégés with multiple members gain more through the mentoring process than their male counterparts, helping to advance their careers and even substantially close the gendered earnings gap. The next question, should mentoring be formal or informal? An informal mentoring relationship is one whereby the mentors and protégés mutually identify each other whereas a formal relationship is one instigated or structured by organizational expectations. Both can be very helpful. Ideally, informal relationships tend to be more beneficial, both psychosocially and for career development, but other variables, including the satisfaction between the mentor and protege, are important in determining whether value is added. But organizations can help by institutionalizing mentoring. This may be more effective than relying on mentoring pathways to form naturally because the informal relationships can be difficult to forge. Mentoring events or programs could be scheduled on a regular basis and catered specifically to the unique interest or demands of female employees. But it is equally important to foster an environment where informal relationships can occur naturally. In addition, networking is also important, and mentoring and networking can work together. An issue is that women typically have very different networks from men, but it's the right network that can accelerate a career. Studies have found women too often rely on a mostly female network, but men tend to hold more senior level positions, so women are getting access to the people who can open the doors. Mentors can help rectify this situation by encouraging women to join important networks and by promoting women within those networks. The evidence indicates that networking, mentoring, and building social capital are all important for women in progressing into higher levels of management. Finally, I'd like to end with some additional thoughts on what companies can do to create a more inclusive environment. In addition to supporting mentoring and networking, they could provide training on gender equality to management, provide quality on-site childcare facilities, showcase the firm's successful women, publicize the firm's efforts on gender inclusiveness, ensure women and men are compensated equally for the same work, allow both men and women to enjoy a work-life balance, improve transparency and pay to help reduce the pay gap, acknowledge and challenge one's own biases, foster the next female leaders, and support parents. Stay tuned to listen to more quick tips on the topics of management, leadership, organizational behavior, and business by the Michigan Ross faculty.